Oh, so now it says the video has started. But for you guys, you have to see our intro first. You don't get a chance to just check us out. That's what happens. It is the earthquaking, pillars shaking, podcast listening, leader of the Meat Pop Express, Big Trouble, Ben Bishop. And get ready to get ready, folks, because you are tuned in to the fastest growing professional wrestling podcast in the world, the Three Count Podcast. Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. Now know me, I like. Hit him with a three count. On the top row, crowd already know how I fly him to the flow line. Hit him with a three count. And your boy real chicka 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 chicka. Ooh, it is wild because you know, like the the craziest thing is normally Chaz would be here to do this intro, but Chaz is currently at a taping, so he's not here. So you know, you would think the rest of the team would be here for it, but they're all busy too. And uh, yeah, so let's just get started and welcome to the Three Count Podcast, the Bay Show. You know who I am. I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller. And if you listen to Now Ancient Ring, you know I'm the man who leads you up the mountain of this thing called wrestling. That's using my intro for Now Ancient Ring, but that's not what this is. So let us get this thing started. So as we mentioned, those guys are all gone. So I had to go out and find someone. And actually, it's crazy enough, she is actually a massive star all over social media. You see her right here. Her name is Lexi. You guys can find her on TikTok under Wheezy Blonde. Hello. 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 <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. It's going really great. Uh, yeah, first, thanks for coming on our show. Thanks for having me. And then secondly, sorry that nobody else wanted to show up. <laughs> I know. I feel like I scared everybody away. It's cool. You know, they're just not, you know, it's, it's a thing. They're just not used to it. Like probably someone coming in with a little bit more knowledge of wrestling and they just don't have it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Right, right, right. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know who, what this is. This is the Bay Show. It's kind of like your favorites. Uh, you know, we don't want to mention those other shows, but think about it kind of like if we were about to go around the horn or something. But anyway, we're going to get into this and you guys know already, if you guys already see the merch, it's up here, right there, or right here. You guys paid up Pro Wrestling Tees. You guys can follow us on all your favorite social media platforms, whether you're on IG at 3CountPod, or you find us over on TikTok at 3CountPod, or if you find us on Twitter at 3Count underscore pod, that's where you can find us. Wheezy, you got to let them know where they can find you. You can find me on TikTok at WheezyBlonde. You can find me on Instagram at WheezyBlonde, and that's really all I've got. And the Instagram thing is new. I was trying to fly under the radar for a while and then that kind of stopped. So here we are. And now we're out there and that's fine. I'm trying to get used to it. <laughs> it was funny because I saw your TikTok where you were just like, yeah, I don't want to give my real IG handle out there. So I'm going to give this one out. So you guys can follow this one. And I was like, yeah, that's so the one I have like four. On. <laughs> yeah, that's the one to get at me on. Yes. Well, bet. So we are going to get this thing started. As always, it is with match of the week. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Wheezy, first. What is your match of the week? It has to be Minoru Suzuki and Daniel Bryan. That's mine. It's a good one. That's a rampage. Yeah. Yes. It's tough because I always like whenever I do these shows, like I don't give it. I have the Red Dogs power ring, so I never talk about what the match of the week is because obviously that's going to give away like, the number one spoiler. Um, but I will give you guys the number 10 match of the week because let's be fair, you guys actually deserve that one. So we'll talk about the number 10 match out there. It's going to be Drew McIntyre and Big E versus the Usos. So love that match. That was fun. But that's your guys' first match 
and our match of the week. But we're going to get into our debate topics. This is the thing that you guys come here for every Sunday. And let's just be real. We uh, are going to have a lot of fun with this one. So it was your tribal chief, my tribal chief, everyone's tribal chief, the man who sits at the head of the table with a unique interview himself, where he had mentioned that, one, CM Punk wouldn't get him anywhere because he's already at a high level. He's running very high. Two, he uh, doesn't. He has an explosive bone in his Well, CM Punk doesn't have an explosive bone in his body. And three, you know, you can't, can't fight with someone who got their butt kicked in the UFC. And plus, he would throw all the other people around in AEW. So, mm-hmm. really, it's kind of like trying to figure out, like, is this in character? Is this not in character? He did throw some stuff in there, talk about how he's a former All-American, you know, uh, played football, you know, for tech. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting to hear. So, I'm very curious on your take. Like, what did you, what do you think? Do, was Roman out of line or? I had the thought as I was going through it and kind of thinking, okay, is he in character? Is he out of character? Because he just was pissing me off. I didn't like it. I didn't like the interview. I didn't like the way he was coming off. I didn't like how pompous he was being. I thought it was shitty to talk about punk the way he was talking about punk, regardless of his own feelings or not. I just, I get, I get he's a company man. I get he's a company man, but I feel like some of the shit he was saying was just super irrelevant, super irrelevant. I don't know. Talking about punk being an old man, bringing in, and I don't like him bringing in the whole UFC crap either. (laughs) I just don't, I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's such company man shit. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I know it's like, it's his idea of like how he wants to like generate heat and get people like to either boo him or stuff, or even just to talk about him like we are right now. It's mm-hmm. interesting to throw out CM Punk and then to talk about how he was, you know, that a man who weighs 200 pounds soaking wet, if anybody thinks he's going to get any kind of damage on him is, you know, it's irrelevant, like it's not even a thought. And that, you know, he put it out there himself, like he's like 6'3", 265, you know, played played D1, was an All-American, like, he, he put his stats out there and, you know, you're like, you're not wrong per se, you know, and he's even talking about how he was like, I'm going to have like, I, ha- I would have had a great NFL career. I feel like these conversations are things that now he does like at a bar. <laughs> like I could have yeah. gone pro, man. I could have gone <laughs> that pro. Person. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's that guy in the college bar that's just like, <laughs> yeah, well, I did this. I could have done this. I could have done this when, you know, two years ago you were getting booed out of the arena. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Main, sure, main, event, main event yeah. for, mm-hmm. for WrestleManias and people just booed every single one. Yeah, hated it, didn't like it. Like, okay, yeah, we turned that around now, but how quickly we forget. And it's not like saying all that stuff doesn't even matter, in my opinion. Like, people don't like CM Punk because he's 260 pounds or whatever Reigns is and can throw people around. That's not why people like him. They don't like him because he's a powerhouse in a ring. That's not, that's not his draw. Right. So it's just irrelevant in my opinion. Yeah. And then I I feel like it it was like super shitty for him to say. So some of the stuff that he was saying now was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't get behind it. And I get it. Like, you know, sometimes you have to, you have to put it out there that like, Hey, I'm talking like, I I am this company, man. I am this big dog and blah, 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 blah. But I was like, Mm -hmm. like, you're still just, you're still just a, you're, you're a dude. And like a while ago, you even revealed us. Hey Joe, like 
<laughs> you were you were on the line, man. We were all no one thought about how shitty that you were gonna be coming back and actually like blurring the line a little too much. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I kind of agree that like it was a bad move, like PR wise, but I'm also kind of excited that he did it because like at the same point, we get these great talking points. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Um, and if anyone, you know, talking crap about someone like Punk, he's outspoken. So, you know, he could easily bring that into a promo himself at some point. It's not like he would be afraid to, which would draw good entertainment as far as AEW is concerned. But um, what was one of the other, when he said something about how AEW is capped out. He said they're capped out because their fan base is like their biggest thing that they have going for them that's the only reason that they're as as popular as they are whereas wwe is trying to cater to the larger wider audience they're trying to cater to everybody and it's just he's so confident in himself he sounds so pompous and like he really believes this but watch an episode of monday night raw and watch the crowd and look how they react. Like, oh, yeah, that's so much better. You guys are killing it. You're knocking it out of the park. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> like, who, who's believing what you're saying except Roman Reigns? Yeah. I mean, was it 1.5 in the last uh, the last round of viewers for Monday Night Raw? Like, you know, I mean, like, that t-shirt company is, is right around 1.1, 1.2 in their first year. Well, their second year. And yeah. Even their backup show, right? And we'll call it we'll call it the B show, Rampage, right? Yeah. It's it's still pulling in about five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, kind of depending on what day. I know, I know, guys, it's been up to a, a million when Punk showed up and it was like eight hundred and eighty thousand the last time or last week. Mm-hmm. But we can't we can't we gotta be realistic. Like that show's not gonna maintain yeah. like that mark. And maybe eight hundred thousand is a good number for it, but you know. Roman's on Fox, <laughs> like, and yeah. being on Fox, they're at least guaranteed two million views, almost all the time. <laughs> yes, and uh, no matter what, no matter what, they'll draw the views. But for something that hasn't been on the air like Rampage that long and drawing in what they are, that's impressive. You can't sweep that under the rug and act like it's not important. And at a ten o'clock hour, like I don't know anybody who's trying mm. to up at ten o'clock to watch wrestling. And I'll be Absolutely. real that last hour of raw like i try not to pay attention i'm too busy playing call of duty because i'm gonna be honest like if you're not shoving the first everything in the first 120 minutes that last 60 i'm just kind of like i i don't really care <laughs> oh and good on good on you if you're even watching it live i dvr and like mm, looks important okay fast forward mm, okay i'm done like no i'm not gonna watch it live <laughs> i ain't got time for that oh yeah if it was good maybe no doubt no doubt well you guys let us know in the comments down below because we definitely want to hear from you guys. And if not, send us a message anyway, whether it's on TikTok or whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you guys want to, just tag us and we'll you know, try to respond at least, maybe, I don't know. But <laughs> we're going to move over because really like on the debate side, like that's just kind of it. Like Roman may have been out of the line. Let us know what you guys think. So let's move over. We're going to call our new favorite segment. It's called Temp Check. So here's how it works. We've been trying to play with this idea for a while, like who's hot, who's not, and who's warming up. So, Weez, I'm going to throw it to you. I want to know, you know, who do you think is your wrestler that's ice cold, who's hot, and who's just warming up? <sighs> Who is just warming up? Now, do you want me to stick with just just in general, like from anywhere? It's, you know, that's just, your call. Just that's out there? Call. 
Yeah. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm biased with some of my favorites. So um, I'll go with who I think is warming up because I'll always be a stand of him and I'll stick with WWE, Cesaro. Always go with Cesaro. With him and Sheamus now being on, where they both are, are on SmackDown now, I think. They are. Um, I would like to see, with them having been tag team partners in the past, I love them as a tag team. <laughs> I would like for, mm-hmm. I'd like for them to have some kind of rivalry going because they both have the charisma and they both have the talent. And I just think that that would be really good moving forward for them to have a story and them not screw it up and let it play out, which I know is asking a lot. So I'll say Cesaro. <laughs> I'll say okay. Cesaro. Um, I wish I could think right off the top of my head like someone that's ice cold. Ugh. Ugh. I'm going to skip it. That's fine. And then uh, who's in the hot box? Let's put it that way. Who's in the hot box? Brian Danielson. <laughs> Brian that's, Danielson. That's a great That's call. all I heard about. All I heard about this whole week was Brian Danielson. So <laughs> I'll say that. That's a great call. So I guess for me, uh, my ice, my ice cold, I was gonna be front and center, man. It it's two weeks running. It's the women division on the main. Oh, roster. I know. Oh, you can blanket statement all of it too. I know. Yep. <laughs> well, That's you know, so I guess we can. No, not really, because you know that main that main event SmackDown match with. Sasha and Becky. That was actually really good. And I was really excited. Well, it's to- Sasha and Becky. Yeah. It's that's, Sasha and Becky. That's like in the title picture, the undercard. Mm-hmm. We'll call it that. Because <laughs> if you're not yeah. if you're not in that title picture, like you're you're washed. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, with I, you. As far as warming up wise, I have to go with Bobby Fish, actually. So you know, last week. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, last week he showed up really well. This week he shows up really well. Like then he had an incredible match with uh, Brian Danielson. So yeah, I'd have to I have to say, man, like that dude is just in the right spoke. Like I'm glad he's in Agreed. the right lane. Uh, I'm and so then, happy for him. <laughs> I know I'm so glad because like it wasn't that NXT. And, and to be fair, right, it wasn't that NXT wasn't using it properly because they very much were. It's just that he was always injured, and unfortunately, you could be this great wrestler but just have a snake bit career, and that's what happened with him, unfortunately. So. Out of Absolutely. the four guys that were awesome and undisputed, he was the guy that was like, you know what? Maybe they could just do it without him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then as far as my wrestler goes, I'm going to have to agree with you too. Brian Danielson, this dude has this killer <sighs> match with Suzuki, has a killer match with Fish. And that's, yes. I mean, not to mention the stuff that's happened last week. He, he's just, everywhere he turns up, man, he's just like lighting it up. And I'm just Bye. very excited to see Brian Danielson do his work. Agreed. Actually, and someone else I'm going to throw in that hot box too. Uh, the Rock. Let's be real. This man isn't even in wrestling right now. And the stuff that he just did, he has a rap song out now. Dropping lines. He's dropping lines out there. Yo. Oh, God. That's, that yeah, song. Yeah. Song is so, and you know, the funny thing is, is, it's one of my favorite wrestlers working with one of my favorite rap artists. So it's like just to have those two together. Not a, not a thing I would have ever just thought we could put together. Yeah. And then the beat goes really great too. So I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's go. Not to mention that he. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No. <laughs> but what also makes it crazy is that last night he showed off like a short clip of his new movie, Black Adam, which people in the DC comic book world, like 
they've been waiting for this movie to come out for years and now you get the small clip and mm-hmm. it's like one of the most talked about things like from that showcase last night that's the nerd side of me let's go <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into uh, our second debate topic. This is going to be one that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. And it is, is Brian Danielson on the run of his career? Because we just mentioned Suzuki. We just mentioned Fish. He's always had to run with the Super Click as well as the Elites. You know, he's looks like he's having a lot of fun. Not to mention that earlier this year. You know, he had that great run with with Roman Reigns. So mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it to you first. I'm going to let you talk about it. How do you feel about his run? That's, I guess I guess you say this year. Is, is it his, this his best run this year? Is it his best run this year? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's hard to differentiate between, you know, everything that he did in WWE as Daniel Bryan versus what he's on now because I think it's two completely different things being Brian Danielson and having the freedom now to do more of what he wants to do and be kind of that person that he was back when he was, you know, the American dragon before that all kind of got taken from him. It's two completely different characters, two completely different things. I think you can see now what makes it more enjoyable is that it's really what he wants to be doing. Not that his runs in WWE weren't great and that he loved them and, you know, gave, props to them that you know they kind of made him who he is but just seeing how joyful he is in what he's doing and how great the matches have been and I think that resonates with the audience that are watching like being at the Suzuki match what they were talking that could be you know match of the year and part of what makes that match really is the crowd reaction and how involved people were I mean god everyone was like standing up and just like so into it and so excited and there are so many people that don't even know who Minoru Suzuki is, but even then it's still a great, like for it to be a contender for match of the year. I just, I loved it. So yeah, I think he is on the run of his career this year for sure. And I'm excited to see where it goes because he's not capped out. He's not done. No, and you're absolutely right. Like he's not capped out. He has, you know, they just have him for the title contendership. They just announced that last night on, on uh, dynamite, you know, mm-hmm. and he's got that, who's he who's he working first match i i don't i forgot to look i swear it was like i don't know i swear it was like lance archer somebody out there will correct me but it was i was like yo every match that he's had so far since coming into AEW has been on fire and i don't want to disparage like what he did in wwe this year because when he started like lighting it up and knew that he was getting ready to leave he was like you know what let me let it all hang out we're gonna have some fun with this he did that incredible match with Roman and then he was gone for a while. And when he came back and showed up, I was like, oh, damn, this is going to be someone who's just going to break down walls. And I love that his pro his post interview, too, uh, when he was talking about at all out, he was like, uh, he's like, no, I'm here to kick people's heads in. And that's yeah. what he's done. <laughs> like, I'm not here to put anyone over. I'm here to make my own. No. Yeah, absolutely. His match with Kenny Omega was great. And then you saw him. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just everything that this man is like doing right now is just it's it's fire, and I love it, right? And it's it's weird because we're talking about it being match of the year, right, with Suzuki, where just like three weeks ago we were talking about him <laughs> and Kenny Omega being match of the yeah. year, yes. and then prior to that, as he was exiting, we were talking about Roman Reigns and Brian Danielson being well, Daniel Bryan 
there to bring a match of the year. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's so crazy to think that here's three matches with the same dude and two different characters, right? Because Danny Bryan and Brian Danielson, like, but just being match of the year, and he's just a just knocking it out the roof or uh, out of the well, building. It's just a te- just a testament to just how great he is because everything he touches is good. Yeah. He's just good no matter he's just good. That's just what he is. It's just <laughs> I genuinely can't well and then you know with the rumored card quote unquote rumor uh mm-hmm. for AW full gear it's rumored that he's gonna be taking on John Moxley like what? Oh my god. Like, oh my god. Can we can we get that? Like, I will, the, <laughs> my vein. Like, I need Moxley and Moxley and uh, Danielson right now. Like, that's incredible. Absolutely. But yeah, so you guys hear it, hear it with us. You guys get to share and talk with us too. Uh, so always, you know, talk to us in the comments. Tell us what you guys think. We're genuinely curious to hear what you guys got to say about it. How do you feel about this card? Uh, but we are going to move into one of our other favorite segments, which, because let's be real, actually, you know what? Maybe it's not really our favorite. It's our favorite segment. Maybe not our favorite venue or event. So we're going to get into if I had the <laughs> pencil, and this is going towards Crown Jewel in the quote-unquote beautiful city of Riyadh. Please do not come for me. Uh, you know, the Brotherhood of Saudi Arabia. I, I'm. Yeah. We love your money. And <laughs> yeah right good god so if i had a pencil worse like this it's pretty much if you had a pencil who would you have go over um i don't have the scores i don't i don't i don't but Chaz does and probably next week he'll tell us who had the best results in it probably won't be me so just be honest (laughs) even though i am your defending champion Currently, I'm like in third place. So oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's so hard to know. Yeah, it's just it's do your just, best. I'm right out. Do your best. Do your best. Do your best in predicting something that's predetermined. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a 50-50 shot. It is majority of the time. Majority of the time. So we're gonna jump into our first match, which will be Mansoor taking off Mustafa Ali. I gotta ask, Lex, who do you have? <sighs> I'm gonna say Ali. I'm gonna say Ali. Okay, okay. I'm gonna take Mansoor because he's undefeated in Riyadh. <laughs> yeah. I... The home, the the country man is returning back. I don't think he's allowed to lose in Saudi Arabia. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. They didn't have him in that. They had him in that battle royale, and uh-huh. he won the battle royale. And then they had him with Cesaro, and he beat Cesaro. <laughs> so I was like. I don't I, I don't think he's allowed to lose. And if he is, good on the WWE. <laughs> Be like, this is payback for the tarmac incident. <laughs> oh my oh my God. Right. <laughs> Open up old wounds that we're doing. So we're gonna talk about the hell in a cell match. This is probably the one I'm actually looking forward to the most. It will be Seth Rollins, Sir mm-hmm. Drip Drip himself versus Edge. And uh I'm gonna be honest, I've got Edge winning this one. I've got Edge winning this one too. Yeah, yeah I don't see I don't see Rollins going over. Um, I just don't think it would make I don't think it would make sense. I don't think it would make sense. I feel like they have Edge pinned so like so strong and so spooky and just so intense. I feel like it would be crazy if they didn't have him go over. But you never know. But that's who I'm going to stick with. So I'm very I'm, I want to get your opinion, right? So this was a, <laughs> this was a thing that was supposed to happen, right? So Gangrel 
was supposed to actually make his debut at AEW. He's supposed to be involved. Um, mm-hmm. But then Edge came out with the Brood song and obviously like the, the vampire like gimmick, right? Yeah. And uh, AEW then called Gangrel and was like, hey man, we're going to have to hold off on this. So I'm very curious about your opinion about that. Like, did you think it was kind of a shitty thing for Edge to like show up or, you know, because he's just doing what the company wants? How'd you feel about all that? Well, I feel like um, I didn't know that AEW held off on it, but I feel like in Edge, knowing that he was going to do that, maybe he sh- or would Christian have, you know, with them being friends, would Christian have known and maybe have been able to say something to Gangrel and maybe Edge be able to have a conversation with, with Gangrel and be like, hey, I'm going to do this. I know you're thinking you're going to be debuting at AEW, you know, what would you like me to do? Should I do this? Should I not? And have a conversation about it rather than just do it. Um, because I think Gangrel, looking back, he was like the main character, like of the brood. Edge and Christian were kind of just the, you know, henchmen that were behind him. So if anything, Gangrel was kind of the owner of that, not so much Edge. Edge was just one of the other ones. So had they had the conversation about it, I think maybe he shouldn't have done that and they should have let Gangrel do his his thing first but yeah, yeah I 100% I agree it's weird agree? <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of weird because like you know I know Gangrel like obviously is was on the independent scene still doing his mm-hmm. thing banging and banging as he would like to say um yep. but like yeah I was like you like and it's, it's kind of shitty on WWE right because obviously like Edge is a company man like he's been in there forever yeah. you know he came back and he's just putting in some great work but it's kind of like WWE like you you're already well aware of like who's doing what on the outside and right. if you know like that what's gonna think that's gonna happen I mean it's a business it's a cutthroat business I get it like it's kind of bad that you did that but at the same time like it's there's Gangrel man like he's just been doing this thing and I feel like some shit you should just leave alone. So that was one of the parts. Let him have his moment. Let him have his moment. He deserves his moment. He's coming back on the main screen. Like, let the man come back on a small screen and do his thing. Yeah, I agree. I like Gangrel. So let's go on to our next matchup. First, we have to choose who's going to win this matchup. Shayna Baszler or Dewdrop. I'm going to take Shayna Baszler. I'm just going to be honest. Oh, I, I want to say, I want to say Shayna Baszler. I want to say Shayna Baszler. I feel like she needs it. Yeah. I feel like they need to do that for her. Finally. I feel like she is just so good and she's so strong and she should be pitted to be as strong as she is. And they just haven't done it. They just haven't done it. And I think Dewdrop would be the perfect person for her to finally, okay, hi, I'm strong. I'm dominant. I can take care of this person who has also been shown as being very strong. Um, because Shayna could be such a badass character. She could be such a badass character and they just haven't been letting her do it. They just haven't. And it drives me nuts. She could have been so much more than what she has been thus far. Like she had that awesome ass run in the elimination chamber. And then just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, they were just like, oh yeah, uh, we don't know what we're doing with her. I'm like, how? She did, she was, she was amazing. And I was like, they're like, well, the fans were really interested in her. Fuck those guys. They would have came around, just ride that train. Make know. them. Yeah. Show you, them why. Don't you, put her with fucking Nia Jax and then just let her bounce around for a like, set of time. 
you make the crowd hate Becky Lynch. <laughs> like, when she come back, like, come right. on, man. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, so we both are choosing Shayna Baszler. So let's just throw it out into the finals of the Queen's Crown. And that will be Zelina Vega versus Shayna Baszler. And in this match, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to take Zelina Vega. <laughs> I'm also going to take Zelina Vega. I just feel like that's just, it's just cool for her to win the cup. But I feel, you know what? Actually, I'm going to change my, I'm going to change my opinion. I'm going to go with Shayna. And here's why. Because okay. lost Alistair Black, right? And because Yeah, you're going to go that route. Alistair, yeah, because Alistair couldn't go to, to Riyadh anyway. They're just going to take mm-hmm. Zelina and then just, you know, have her just get beat in like a minute, 24 seconds to Shayna. Now I think about it. You're not wrong. It makes complete sense. I'm going to stick with Zelina just because I feel like she'd be great in that kind of position. Granted, they've never had the Queen's Crown deal before, but if it's anything like how they do with King of the Ring and the person becomes like a big personality, I feel like Zelina has it, I feel like she deserves it, but they'll probably be petty and you're probably right, but I'm going to stick with her anyway. <laughs> I, I like it. Well, so for our next matchup, we're going to talk about the semifinal match going into Raw, which is going to be Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods. And I'm just going to be honest, man, I'm taking Xavier Woods in this matchup. Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods, yeah. He's like the only person that's. I'd like, be surprised if they didn't. Yeah, me too. But he and he's like the only person that ever talks about King of the Ring. Nobody on the roster talks about. He's very <laughs> adamant about. I want to win King of the Ring. That's all I want to do in my career. Oh, yeah. Uh, and same uh, deal. He'd be great at that. Yeah, and then and then obviously with the the finale. So if that's the finals, Xavier Woods, we're gonna talk about the other guy, other guy on SmackDown, Finn Balor, winning as well. So who are you gonna take, Xavier Woods or Finn Balor? I would stick with Xavier Woods. I'm gonna stick with him. I am. I want. Um, <laughs> I want to stick with Xavier as well. As well, I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead and finish your point. No, you're fine. Um, no, I want to stick with Xavier because it'd be a different kind of, of a King of the Ring because I don't remember who won the last one, but I remember when Corbin did. Um, they're all heels and they're all just like, I'm King of the Ring and I'm an asshole and blah, blah, blah. I'd like to see Xavier Woods as King of the Ring and what he would do with it because it would be different and it would be possibly enjoyable. I Give just, him something to do. I want to, I want to see him win King of the Ring. I just go around and proclaim things just like for no reason. Just like, right. I am King Xavier and I proclaim you to be a part of the up, up, down, down channel. Yes, absolutely. You can do so much with it. Oh yeah. There's so much that there's so much running room that you can do, especially with him because he can show up to G4 TV as King of the Ring, as a King of the Ring. And then you get yes. more viewers that way, or you have him, show up on SmackDown because you, well, they're going back to SmackDown. You have them show up on Raw mm-hmm. with Kofi and be like, I is your king. Proclaim I can be a part of any show. And then he just shows up. <laughs> yep. he shows up on NXT just randomly. <laughs> I can be here. I am the king. I am the king. I will do as I may. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I would definitely love to see it. And then, but you know what? On the other side though, seeing Prince Valor with the king of the ring crown like that would also be pretty cool 
but then it, it might get stale with him though because as the prince like it uh, i don't know maybe so we'll move up we're gonna talk about probably the one match that everybody's talking about on this card and that's goldberg versus bobby lashley i'm gonna be honest i'm going with lashley for this one <laughs> are you yeah i'm gonna go with goldberg i'm gonna go with goldberg i I only go with Lashley because every time I think of Lashley, I think of Leo Rush. And that's all I think about now. It's just him just going, Lashley, Lashley. <laughs> I, I think I think they really want to elevate Goldberg with everything that's happened in the last however many years or since the last time he was at Crown Jewel. Like they just want to get him in a good, and it'll be short. They're not going to be in there long. No. They're not going to be in there long. So I'll be curious to see what what they do. But I don't know. I'm going to stick with Goldberg. It's a fair. It's fair. You know, I, I, it's just, it's just time. Like I, I, I watched Goldberg all through the nineties and I watched him in two thousands and I watched him in 2010s. We I'm, all did. You know, watch in the 2020s. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if he's ready to let go. I think he's ready to let go. I don't know if they're ready to let him go. Yeah. It, it is so weird that you're like, hey, you know what you know what these kids will really relate to nowadays? A, a near 60-year-old man coming out here just beating the younger talent. And by younger, I mean 40s. <laughs> it's the good it's shit. so true, though, too. <laughs> oh man all right so we're going to talk about our next match which actually this is another match i'm genuinely kind of excited for uh we are talking about the wwe championship match that is big e versus drew mcintyre so i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest i'm just taking Big E because drew's going biggie. to smack down <laughs> yeah biggie even if drew wasn't i would say biggie um <laughs> I don't want him to be done yet. I don't want to be done yet. It hasn't been long enough. Um, I'm liking him being champion. I'm liking other people getting to see him having a run on his own without having to just be with the new day and getting to experience him more because he's so great. How can you not love Big E? Oh, I listen to Big E every day. I love Big E. Yeah. If you're not listening to Phil Drew. I like Drew McIntyre also, but... He had his moment. We can have another one later. I want Big E to keep keep going. Keep he didn't have his fight. moment. Listen, everybody keeps talking about it. Like they want to give Drew this crowning moment. Look, dude, the man headlined WrestleMania in back to back matches. <laughs> just because people just because people weren't there didn't mean it didn't happen. Right, it happened. We watched it. It was all on camera, and yep. Stephanie reminded us of that. Yeah. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Biggie too. It's just it's not it's too soon to like take a title off of him. And Agreed. although I'm a huge fan of the sexy Scott man himself, I want to see him go over to SmackDown and fight yes. for that Universal title. Yes, I'd be here for it too, for sure. So we'll move up to the Raw Tag Team Championship match, and this will be AJ Styles and Omos versus everybody's new favorite team. And if it's not, you need to. Uh, Uncheck yourself. Uh, RK Bros. <laughs> RK Bro. 
I'm taking RK bros. <laughs> RK bro. <laughs> like, yep. what a, and what the funny thing was, is as soon as I saw Matt Riddle, like, just trying to persuade Randy Orton to be in, I was like, <laughs> I'm all, all a part of this team. And everybody was like, what? No, this is terrible. I was like, no, 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 no. It's going to be great. I promise you. And like, absolutely. I, oh, yeah. Matt Riddle is so cool. Like, Matt Riddle, okay, in his personal life, that's a mm-hmm. different person. Riddle as a character, I'm all about. Understood. Understood. No, I'm, I'm cool. With, I'm the same way. Um, he's entertaining. I like, like, for the longest time, both of them together were one of the only enjoyable things to see when you were watching like that was the one thing that was like oh yeah oh thank god that this is happening because i can't fucking stand anything else um so <laughs> anytime i heard randy was like, oh my god i was like i just like i want someone to punch matt riddle in the face but i also enjoy whenever he does like talk to, like i love no, the one the- oh, i was gonna say the one time where they were together and you know, Matt was like listing off things that they had in common. And then like Randy Orton was like, we don't have anything in common. He's like, except for we're both from earth. I was like, come on, man. (laughs) They're very, um, they always remind me of like rock, rock and Mick Foley vibes is what I kind of compare it to. It was entertaining. It shouldn't have worked, but it worked. Um, And I love that Orton was into it. Because he does so well with it, too. They vibe so well off of each other. And you wouldn't think that they would have. But they do. I like them. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we're going to move up to the women's triple threat match. I'm very interested in this one as well. Because it is the man, Becky Lynch, versus the EST of WWE being Bianca Belair. And the blueprint, Sasha Banks, the boss herself. So who do you have? winning that's so it's so hard um it's so hard I'm gonna I'm gonna say Sasha I'm gonna say Sasha I'm gonna go am I wrong probably you're gonna go Sasha too yeah yeah okay yeah that's what I'm thinking because it's just the only thing I think that makes sense and I want her to also because god that girl give her a damn win and just let it stick for a while because god she goes away she's not there she wins then she gets it taken from her i can't and it's all been you know becky and bianca already had their whatever happened i feel like sasha's kind of the outsider and what was happening between the two of them so i feel like it just let let sasha kind of take the reins have something new happen yeah no i agree and i think you know, for me, you know, what better person, like, okay, I, I love Bianca Belair, but right now, like, with me Banks too. and Star Wars, right, the new season getting ready to get started, uh, for mm, the Mandalorian, yeah. you have, like, this person that you're like, oh, dang, look, our champion is on Disney, and uh, I forgot Star- about that. Yeah, so, yep. I, I'm genuinely excited just to see her, plus, I think, if I remember reading it right, like, the Mandalorian, like, the Mandalorian's are getting their own spinoff show, which is something else that she gets to be a part oh. of. So, yeah, I'm good for her. Uh, yeah, she's just she's making huge waves, and I'm I'm excited for her. But yes. I'd like to see her win. Um, so I'm gonna go with her because she's got a 33 percent chance, or you know, 175 percent chance of winning, depending on who you're asking. Absolutely. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks <laughs> you go with 
(laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about the WWE Universal Championship. He, it is the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar versus my tribal chief, your tribal chief, the man who sits at the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Who you got? Brock. Yo, you taking Brock? I'm taking Brock. Okay. I'm ta- I'm taking Brock. Um should I know? <laughs> but I want to. Cause I want to see it happen. I just want to see it happen. I want waves made. I want there to be waves made. I feel like it would make sense and it would make TV interesting. Okay. I know it would either way, but just going back to having the week after, okay, yeah, he wins, go back to SmackDown, having Brock roll in with the championship. Oh, that'd be so good. It just would be good. <laughs> I know that they could, I know that Roman could win and then they could just carry on with his Brock pining over the championship for another two months, but I just want it to happen now. I am going to be honest. I want my tribal chief. Your tribal chief. I mainly sit at the head of the table. (laughs) I want to see see Roman win. And here's the thing. I want Paul to screw Brock out of it, right? Like, I want it to make it look like Brock is going to win. And Paul's, like, in his corner. And they just turn. And then what ends up happening is that Brock comes back at the Royal Rumble. And then beats Roman. And then on the grandest stage of them all. Yeah, you have. Solid. Or, better yet, you just have The Rock show up at WrestleMania, and he beats he beats Brock. And The Rock is there helping Roman. I just, and then eventually you have The Rock. One step at a time. One step at a time. We'll get there. Yeah. I have this whole, so, yeah. I have this huge thing planned out. I can't help it. <laughs> never do that you'll you'll be let down don't ever do that oh i know i know one foot in front of the other i know i i I write all these like what i think are funny jokes and then i want them to be in my favorite shows and they never happen and i just like you know Mm -hmm. what maybe they came up with something better and then i just (laughs) i I get sad (laughs) yeah yeah all right so we're gonna get into the second greatest actually it's not the second this is the greatest thing for the three count podcast the greatest segment in all of podcast history and it is that one thing that everybody likes to refer to as the red dogs power rankings i'm not doing a guitar because i'm not Chaz, and nor am i jj and i don't play the drums i don't i don't do that thing i don't i just watch them do it i, I can't either i can't help you otherwise i would <laughs> good please don't <laughs> okay <laughs> i watch them Noted. do it all the time i watch them do it all the time and i'm sort of like hmm I, I really, I don't, I don't look cool doing this, so I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to jump into number 10, and we just mentioned it earlier in the show, which will be the Usos versus Big E and Drew McIntyre. This was on Monday Night Raw. I really did enjoy this match. The thing was, is as cool as this match was, there was a little hiccups in there, but overall, I thought it was a great solid match. So, you know, you want to throw your two cents in? No, no, I agree with you. It was good. It was great. Um, they're all great so, together. The Usos, Big E, 
anytime that you put them together, I mean, you're going to have a solid match. There's nothing really, yeah. nothing really to add on to it. <laughs> so number nine, we're going to talk about this match because I don't know if a lot of people got to check it out. It was definitely a match I got to check out. I got to enjoy a whole lot. And that was El Fantasmo versus Willie Mack versus Rahit Raju. This was on Impact. Uh, this match, it just made all the sense. And it was so cool getting to watch um, El Fantasmo just do his thing and blast all over the place. He ended up getting, I don't want to tell you if he got the win or not, I'm just saying Willie Mack was in that match too. So you have to go check it out and find out who won a match. But that is my number nine. And in my number eight match, um, it's going to come from the same show. These are back-to-back. I just wanted to go ahead and knock them out. It was William Morrissey. That's right. That man known as Big Cass, a.k.a. Big Cass XL, a.k.a. Cass XL, a.k.a. W. Morrissey, a.k.a. William Morrissey, <laughs> a.k.a. My man's got more aliases than the KGB. He um, <laughs> winner of the gauntlet match. So it was really cool to watch William do his thing. And now he gets to have his shot. Yeah. And Good for him. He, he's had such an incredible run since he got into uh into impact and i just i'm very grateful just watching him do his thing man I, he had like that huge fallout with wwe and then he had yeah. his ups and downs he had this situation story, yeah. and now he's just on the up and up and i'm just so happy seeing him do his thing i'm happy for him too so we're gonna jump into number seven we talked about this man earlier in the show it is brian danielson versus bobby fish this was at dynamite last night what can I say? Just an awesome ass match. <laughs> so let's jump into number six. This is one that's going to throw Chaz off. Chaz will probably rip out whatever hair he has on his head. Uh, this will be the Super Click versus the Dark Order. And this was also on Dynamite. And I love this match a lot. And I know he's going to be like, why? <laughs> We're going to go into number five. This is a match uh, came on Friday night, heavy hitting. And you guys are going to notice a pattern with this one uh, because this is going to be a, a very heavy AEW uh, card. So CM Punk versus Matt Seidel on Rampage. I just, it's, it's something to be said because CM Punk is such a great worker, but we don't, we always know Matt Seidel or Evan Bourne, like for his like high flying acts that people forget that he's actually a great ground wrestling tactician. And he got to showcase that. So I was definitely excited to watch this match with him. The good thing is I think Punk can bring that out of people. You know, he can kind of work with them and let, let, let them showcase stuff that I think that maybe they probably wouldn't normally be able to or normally think to. So that's a good thing of him working with, with some, some up-and-coming talent for sure. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So let's talk about this number four match, which this is going to be one that's also very incredible because someone got to show off a lot of cool shit that they can do and are just incredible for being so young. We're talking about Malachi Black versus Dante Martin. This was also a part of Dynamite. Uh, just Dante Martin, what what else can you say about that, man? He definitely got the rub. He showed he had this, like, I'll never die attitude. Malachi Black, again, another name of a person that just just tears the roof off of everything and he's just mm-hmm. operating at a whole nother level right now for sure it is it is also crazy to think like i know like i know WWE, and, and we probably do this a lot maybe just as fans we do this but wwe like kind of like restricts like a lot of guys from doing their thing 
But then, like, when you see them go to AEW and they just they just pedal to the metal all the time, and they're so you could tell like there's just like the sense of happiness that's with them, even though like sure. a lot of them like Brian Danielson like wrote his you know thank you to WWE letter, um, but like him and Malachi and Andrade and the the list of people Moxley, like these guys all come in, they're just. <clears throat> at a million miles an hour just running it's frustrating because it's to their detriment like because you can see what they can do on aew so it's like okay well why couldn't they have done that in wwe would have made it a lot better you wouldn't have had to have let them go or they wouldn't have had to ask for their release if you would have done that with them where they already were but we're going to talk about this number three match because i felt like this match was really really good it went really really underrated and not a lot of people are and probably people are talking about this is the highest rated match i have for wwe and this will be sasha banks versus becky but what else can you expect from the man and the blueprint when they come out Mm -hmm. and just always tear the roof off of a building yeah yeah and they said they're two of the great two of the greatest women there yeah it as far as work rate goes like i i know a lot of people like bianca belair is definitely like in that category i'm a huge fan of shashi blackheart and tegan knox as well like i think they have incredible work rates but it is just something to be consistent with what sasha and becky do and then they come back and show you after not being in the ring together for a year since hell in a cell they come back and just tear down the roof all over again absolutely Oh man, so let's talk about number two, which it was for the AAA titles, uh, tag titles at that. Uh, it was on Dynamite. It was two mass men in green tights, which we would end up finding out being FTR <laughs> versus the Lucha Bros. And I gotta be honest, man, like I know that those guys can move. It was so mm-hmm. cool to watch them work two different styles in a match. So they open yeah, up. Yeah, stuff they don't normally do. Yeah, open up with all that lucha spots. And then mm-hmm. as soon as they revealed to be FTR, they just came in with FTR style. Like just, yeah. Oh, no flips, all fists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After wearing masks and doing all flips and no fists. <laughs> and so we're going to talk about the number one match, which Lex has already said what it was it is brian danielson versus minoru suzuki and yeah uh just hard hitting great tactically i just thought groundwork was superior everything about this was just lit couldn't agree more i'm definitely with you on that and as you know i didn't know a lot about minoru suzuki before he came to aw um so looked into all of that and he's just oh just in the ring you can just even his reactions to a lot of like their psychology just the way that he was reacting to a lot of the things that brian's doing i just i loved it it was great <laughs> i loved how he hit brian with that form and brian just dropped <laughs> and he gets back up and he was just like no <laughs> <laughs> yes. you're like damn dude like <laughs> i was like he's great thing- he's yeah, I was gonna say you can see they it wasn't like so some some matches that you can see they sound like they hit hard. 
this was one mm-hmm. of those they were hitting hard it wasn't looking you like- could tell they were no you could tell they were hitting hard and I didn't know he's 53 he's 53 and I was like oh man like he goes for being 53 he doesn't care he'll take it he just in there smiling just like <laughs> try I don't care try again <laughs> hit me harder like when him and uh, I do, do your best <laughs> him and Moxley have mm-hmm. their match and he was just like just eating the shots and I was just like yeah oh. and the thing is is like I've been hit in the neck like that by some dudes you can throw and I'm like uh-huh. no, like no <laughs> like yeah no. I can't imagine no but that is it for the red dog power rankings is there a problem with it you guys let me know i'm sure somebody out there is going to be like (laughs) i didn't like that match and i'll be like i know why wrestling fans that's what we do wrestling fans are the worst at that we are why did you like that match why'd you like that that's stupid that doesn't make sense it was a dumb match like i didn't like that at all (laughs) it wasn't even good it wasn't my style how come ray phoenix wasn't higher on your list why (laughs) you do your best you can never win no it's it's one thing we talk about this all the time we talk about like the um we talk about the just the toxicity that we have right like someone out there is going to comment walk your you're just an AEW mark and if people who why would you put that wwe there match there you're just a mark for them like well i rate these matches on how invested i get into this into the match like if i don't get invested into it i don't I don't care you don't go on a list like someone out there will probably argue and be like well what about natalia versus dewdrop i'm like what about it <laughs> it's your list yeah. make your own list if you're so mad about it make your own list i can like what i like you like what you like yeah be mad at me <laughs> oh they'll be mad they're gonna be mad but all right that's 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 it that's that's our debate topics that's our show Lex, let them know where they can find you once again. You can find me on TikTok at Wheezy Blonde. You can find me on Instagram at Wheezy Blonde. Keep it simple. That's where I'm at. That is that is what you got to do. Because like even for all my stuff, all my social media. Got to be the same. Yeah. The underscore Red Dog 85. <laughs> or even the yeah. podcast at Three Count Pod or at Three Count underscore pod. It's only on Twitter. That's the only one that's different. A little <laughs> bit of difference. Yeah. I actually think my I actually think my Instagram might be a Wheezy Blonde because I don't think Wheezy Blonde see that's how bad I am at this I'm still new at this like I don't even know what my Instagram handle is yeah go follow me I don't even know what my tag is just follow that one it's I'm sure you'll find it <laughs> yeah just look it's fine go to my TikTok and it's linked there <laughs> bet well you okay. guys know what to do you guys know what this means and on the now, now, entering this is how we finish it. We got to take this home. We got to take this home. So that means we're hitting the finish. So you guys know what to do. Go check us out on all of our social media platforms at 3CountPod. You guys can follow us on YouTube, youtube.com for slash the 3CountPod. Or you can even follow us on anchor.fm for slash 3CountPod. Everything at 3CountPod. You're going to find us everywhere, including Clapper, which a lot of people are like, why are you on Clapper? Because we can be. So, oh, and also... Check out our OnlyFans because, yeah, we do have an OnlyFans TV show that's also be showing off a lot of cool stuff. So you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. It's so anticlimactic. <laughs> 
Hey guys, it's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social media. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you follow us at Three Count Pod or Three Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.